sit and join the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Drink the drink. Good evening. <laughs> Happy Sunday. Welcome to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design in the Godforsaken suburb of St. Louis Park. I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and I'm going to help you kill your Sunday early evening with some booze and conversation. Our guests this evening are Kelly Nettishan and Holly Blanchard from the uh, Griffin Gallery in Bloomington, also the Art Girls. That's right. As well. Um, and uh, if those uh, those of you who don't know, the Griffin Gallery is one of uh, the finest fine art studios in the Twin Cities, located out in Bloomington. Uh, you guys, thank you for coming in and classing up the joint. I appreciate it. Thanks yeah, for having thanks us. Thanks for having us, Greg. Oh, this is going to be a fun episode. I have no doubt about it. As per usual, libation is being provided by our good friend, Mr. Jordan Morris, General Manager at Mill Valley Kitchen. Jordan... What anesthesia have you prepared for today? <laughs> uh, we've got a Pimm's Cup today. Um, a little bit of a twist on one. It's a simple cocktail. We just give it a little bit of an interest factor with one of the ingredients, but uh, it's a great summer cocktail. It's going to be, I'm really excited, and uh, we had a little pre-show uh, confusion uh, in that a certain someone, Jordan, forgot to bring the club soda. So you ran out and you actually grabbed Perrier water as We're fancy well. today. So we're we're fancy. turning it up to 11. We are. We are at 11 with the art girls. We're talking fine art. you got to turn it up. That's right. right. And nothing says class like Perrier. That's right. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> Oh, nice. In a plastic bottle. So what is this cocktail? First of all, what is PIMS? PIMS is a liqueur. It's low in alcohol. It's about 25%. Um, so it's very easy patio drinking. Drink them all day long. So aperitif level. Yeah, it's. they started off with many different types of PIMS cups. Number one through I think maybe even number five. I'm not sure the very details of all the history, but it's it's a couple hundred years old, just about, I believe, is when it's, they started making it um, in Great Britain. Um and uh, it's now phased down to just the one. I think in the 70s they had, fell on some hard times and they kind of pulled back their lineup. But it had it's a lot of spices and herbs and fruit um, making this liqueur. And I'm not sure exactly what's all in it. I know it's uh, a guarded secret. Cheers. Oh, sorry about the yeah, salute. <laughs> but to since we do enjoy starting off with a, a shot, I brought some, some whiskey. Um, so this isn't quite a... a a shooter style style beverage but it's very robust it's very deep dark uh, brown but it really lends itself well to some lighter ingredients to kind of create an, a mid-level uh, refreshing cocktail but still some character so we're gonna be mixing this with um, some honeydew and I've just pureed some real fresh honeydew and that's the twist normally it's just uh, Pims number one and some good ginger beer but we are going to sometimes people muddle uh, fruits strawberries cucumber I decided to go with the honeydew because Got some honeydew into the restaurant, and they were just gorgeous. And sometimes honeydew can be fickle. It's either hard as a rock and crunchy or turning translucent and, and too far. So I got this at the perfect time, so we're going to celebrate it. Um, they today. do say honeydew is one of your more fickle fruits. It is known internationally for that. Yeah, and melon in general is a little bit hard to tell um, if it's ripe or not. And, you know, pick it if it's heavy for its size, which is a really weird thing to say. I've always struggled with that personally. <laughs> but hopefully it's fragrant. And um, you can start to feel a softening just a little bit. It's not going to be squishy like an avocado, but you'll start to feel it just kind of kind of ripening up, softening up a bit. Honeydew purchasing uh, tips. One, heavy honeydew. Two, fragrant honeydew. Yep. Three, slightly pliable honeydew. <laughs> yep, slightly. All right, well, this uh, is a, a family show, so we'll leave it all there. Perfect. So we're going to shake one up, and we're going to do an ounce and a half of the Pims number one into a cocktail mixing glass. We're going to shake this cocktail. And then an ounce and a half of the honeydew, and literally just... Uh, ripe honeydew, chop it up, throw it in a blender, and ounce and a half of this as well. Brett, you forgot our mixing music again. Oh my goodness. What kind of music did we want to go with today? <laughs> it's too late Somebody now. Somebody start humming. Something. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then an ounce and a half, so instead of using ginger beer, uh, we make our own. Uh, we do it deconstructed, so we use ginger syrup, and then we at the end of the cocktail we'll add um, sparkling water or soda water or um, Perrier this, uh, today. And so this is going to be an ounce and a half of our ginger syrup, and it's ginger juice, lemon juice, and simple syrup mixed together. And so we've got equal parts of all three of those ingredients, and now we're going to shake with ice. Once again, we're moving into the audio theater segment of the program as we hear that wonderful shaking sound. Just be 
beautiful. There we go. I specifically did not speak during that because I promise that within the next two weeks, I'm going to put that little audio clip on the uh, website, drinkinthestyle.com, so you can download that because that really needs to be like a text tone, a shaking cocktail. Right. I agree. Yeah. So now we're going to pour the shaken ingredients over ice in a Collins glass, leaving a little bit of room for the soda since we don't have ginger beer, which you could substitute ginger beer. I will have the recipe for the ginger syrup on our on the website, but if you don't feel like going through that extra step, you can just find some good high quality ginger beer. And then of course, cocktails never complete without a couple of cute garnishes. We are doing a lemon wheel, a nice fat slice of strawberry, and a nugget of some fr uh, ripe honeydew. So it's all honeydew all the time. Yum. I have a tough time remembering which one is honeydew, which one is cantaloupe. The color. I know, but I just, for some reason, I have a mental One is orange and one block. is green. I know. Yeah, it's I huge, know it's so huge easy. difference, Greg. I know, it's like oranges and apples, and yet yeah. there's some kind of mental block that I've got. Now, is uh, honey, cantaloupe and muskmelon, are those very similar melons or just two different names for the same one? I want to say that muskmelon might be green as well. I think that's green as well. Can we Google it? Oh, I usually don't let any question go unanswered for too long without Googling it. I have a question. What's your favorite ginger beer? Because I've, I've gotten really into ginger beer. I love the Mexican mule. Gosh, you know, I, I'd actually have to ask around a little bit for that because I'm so used to making our own at the restaurant. I haven't had uh, uh, even an artisanal ginger beer in a long time. Holly, what do you okay. recommend? Thank you for asking. Um, I like the and bowl. It sounds, it's, I know this is... <laughs> I'm on board already. This, this is, is a great. family show. No, this is a okay. family show, but I'm I'm being done serious. It's like it's super gingery. Okay. And it's it's amazing. It has that bite, mm -hmm. like right, like it almost makes your eyes burn. It's that like good. Really. The bite is so strong, and it's not fickle. Um, but yes, the and bowl would be my number one. Perfect, because that's that's the thing. Was a lot of you know, don't get me wrong. I do like. Uh, some standard ginger ales they're great and all but they don't have that that snap yes. uh, that that real sharp punch of ginger exactly like which in this cocktail you will notice the ginger okay uh, this is going to be totally awesome is this going to be on the menu is this on the menu this is thank you for asking uh we just rolled out uh brand new cocktail menu this week and it, it, this is on there we made it all right, so it's going to be available, and of course, it's half price at happy hour when you go down to Mill Valley Kitchen, and happy uh, hour runs between what hours? Three and six and nine to close, Monday through Friday. There it is. There it is. Well, we're going to be going to break, but when we come back, we are going to be enjoying a... Pim's Cup. A Pim's Cup, including cantaloupe. Honeydew? Honeydew. See, I've already gotten confused. It's the strangest <laughs> it's okay. mental block. All right, well, this thing looks absolutely awesome. It looks like summer. It's kind of an orangey color. Uh, you guys are going to love it. There will be pictures on the site. But we're going to break. When we come back, we will be enjoying that Pim's Cup with Jordan Mor Morris, uh, Kelly Nettishan, and Holly Blanchard. Just a reminder, this is Drink in the Style. We'll be right back. Gregory Rich, owner of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style Sundays at 5 p.m. right here on AM 950. Habitation is Minneapolis's coolest furniture design studio. Our in-house design staff specializes in creating spaces that reflect your style, your values, and your taste. From edgy modern to transitional, Habitation is here to help you craft your home. Know what's also exciting? Habitation offers AM 950 listeners complimentary interior design services, which include an appraisal of any furniture pieces you may want to trade in for store credit. That's right. Habitation will take your gently used furniture and issue you store credit on fresh, fantastic furniture. Check out Habitation today. 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park, one mile east of Highway 100, or visit us online at habitationdesign.com. Hi, Gregory Rich, host of Drink in the Style, right here on AM 950. If you're a small business owner like me, I know you're buried in paperwork. State tax filing, sales tax, property tax, insurance, it never ends. But what about payroll? 
I'd like to recommend ADP. ADP can handle all of your payroll needs ranging from direct deposit to unemployment insurance. And they've got great local representatives as well. Why don't you give my rep, Shelby Loga, a call at 320-420-0900. Would you or your organization like to become better storytellers? The uptake can help. Learn from the best teachers in Minnesota when it comes to writing, photography, audio documentary, or live video streaming. I'm personally teaching the live video classes. We're offering classes on Saturdays in June. There's a charge, but there's a discount for students and low-income people. Space is limited, so register now at theuptake.org slash classes. That's theuptake.org slash classes, and learn to storytell like a pro. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. This is Gregory Rich, host of Drink in the Style, and I want to talk to you about rehab. Not that kind. I'm talking about Designer Rehab in St. Louis Park. Designer Rehab is the best furniture consignment store in the Twin Cities, and we're currently accepting consignment on gently used sofas, chairs, tables, and more. If you're ready for an upgrade, bring your furniture in for consignment. Then swing over to Habitation Furnishing and Design and let us fill your home with some of the best furnishings you'll find anywhere. Designer Rehab. It's only a matter of time. Come fly with me. Let's fly, let's fly away. Welcome back to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design, exclusive Minneapolis dealer for Gus Modern Furniture and a whole bunch of other really fantastic brands. Uh, I am your host, Gregory Rich, and our guests this evening are Kelly Nettishin and Holly Blanchard. And I keep having to look because I'm so bad with names. But you guys are fabulous. Welcome to the show. And uh, we're going to have segment two, which is going to be a really a lot cleaner than segment one. Shoot. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's not actually going to happen. Uh, we're enjoying a Pim's Cup, which is a... Awesome summer cocktail created by Jordan Morris uh, with his own particular variation using uh, cantaloupe, honeydew, honeydew, the green one. The green one. The green one. The green one in there. So we are just about to try this. We have not tried the cocktail in between segments. So, ladies, tell me what you think. Wow, that's really refreshing. It's amazing, actually. And I'm very particular about my cocktails. All right. Oh my God. It's like the perfect summer cocktail. Exactly. It'll give you just a little bit of really buzz. Good. You have a couple of these. Um, you can migrate into something a little stiffer as the night progresses, but it's perfect for hanging out on the, on the porch, patio. You should serve it with a bourbon back. When you're at the... Yep, have a Pimm's Cup. I mean, it's an aperitif-level alcohol, so, you know, it's... I mean, not that getting intoxicated is an objective, but right. it's a nice perk. Uh-huh. And uh, you, can, you can just... Serve it with a with a bourbon back. So there it is. For drink in the style listeners, when you come for uh, to uh, Mill Valley and ask for a Pim's Cup, tell them that you are a drink in the style listener and you get the exclusive complimentary bourbon alcoholic. shot bourbon back. Yeah, tell me your on behalf of all alcoholic. <laughs> is Americans. that like a chaser? I don't know what a, a back is. That the same it thing? Is. A chaser? Usually, usually some it's going to be non alcoholic chasing alcohol. But in this case, we've got light alcohol being chased by alcohol. So this is, we flipped is that it on Greg's its head a version? Little bit. It is. It's yes. going to be my version of the Pimm's Cup. You got anything strong to wash down as water? <laughs> For the love of God. <laughs> Remember? Honeydew water. In, in, in wine, there is truth. In beer, there is mirth. In water, there is bacteria. Remember mm. that, right? Wow. That was deep. It's my big mm. argument. that The whole argument about drinking eight cups of water to survive is complete... Uh, you ready? Bullshit. You missed it. Um, I agree. I agree fully. If, if human beings yeah. before the year 1960 or 1950 maybe had tried to drink eight glasses of water every day, every one of us would have been dead by the age of three from some kind of waterborne mm. bacteria. Mm. Our bodies are designed to run, I believe, on more or less alcohol because that's what you'd have to add to kill the bacteria. Bacteria. So there it is. That's wow. the theory, right? Yeah. Makes yeah. you think. 
I, I used to, when I would get yeah. sick, I would have a screwdriver because it's like orange juice and vodka. There you go. I like you a lot. That's so awesome. So it's like healthy, vitamin C, mm. and then you have the vodka that just clears out everything. Yeah. No, it's absolutely true. And I don't understand how I can ever get sick. I, I generally have plenty of alcohol in my yeah. system. So how does any germ actually survive? Yeah. Yeah. A friend of mine told me to I should pick up the book, uh, How Beer Saved the World. And it talks a lot about uh, yes. that. And that's why our beer came around and how you know kept people from getting sick and how they were able to keep people hydrated. And Absolutely true. PBS, I think, did like a, like a, a show about that book. Which cool. was great. Well, this is this is despite its low alcohol content, um, still absolutely positively delicious. But we have a lot of interesting things to talk about today. So we're going to launch right on before the show. Um, we were talking about a really cool something that I was unaware of. Bill Mack, local sculptor and really, I mean, just you know, a legend in, in the Twin Cities, and uh, owner uh, along with his wife of Griffin Gallery, has recently bought the Hollywood, the actual famed Hollywood sign out of Hollywood. Kelly, Holly, you guys are creating some art associated with it. Tell us a little bit about that. We are. Um, it's it's pretty amazing, actually. And and to give a little bit, bit of background, Bill Mack is a huge memorabilia collector. So I guess when they found the Hollywood sign, it was stuck in, not stuck, but they found it in an old storage locker because I guess like new is better, right? So it's like they got rid of the old one. They stuck it in a storage locker. Um, and the, the dealer who found it called Bill and he said yes right away. And How so this is not? the old original Hollywood sign, the only one that you know, was first put up in the hills of Hollywood, um, that the old celebrities used to dream about touching. They'd, cl they'd climb the hills. It was treacherous. Um, but just to touch the sign and just dream about making it in Hollywood. So it sat in the hills from 1923 to 1978. Um, he bought it. He didn't know exactly what he was going to do with it. He thought about maybe graffiti because it's quite amazing, like the thinness. It's like an old kind of like metal, like a ceiling metal, ceiling Almost tin. Almost like a bar tin. Bar, bar yes. tin. Yeah. And it was very weathered um, mm -hmm. just from all the conditions, the elements like sitting in this on this hill. Um, and so they really had to clean it up. And he just had this idea of painting stars, starlets, when they were actually the real deal. You know, they didn't produce a sex tape and became famous, like, <laughs> you know, where it's like everyone can be famous these days. It's these true. were like the old legends. Actual talent and the acting talent. skills. I mean, I don't know. If, yeah. I mean, we could go. It's subjective. But, um, but we do love you, Chloe Kardashian. Yeah, we do love you. I don't uh, like Chloe Kardashian. I'm going to disclaimer that. I feel Drink. bad for her. Really? Well, I don't. Just I don't know what, what happened. I don't know what happened. That's a whole nother. Is it a pot? can okay. of worms? I'll ask my daughters okay. uh, tonight about it. Um, but anyways, so Bill actually said he said beside real estate that memorabilia is like the be second best investment, and he said that once he started painting these stars and starlets on the original Hollywood sign, it just came alive. It created its own life so and he, energy. So he's got the the actual Hollywood sign, the metal, the physical H O L L Hollywood, whatever. And now on those pieces, he's he's broken down the pieces and he's painting the stars themselves onto the, the yes, metal. So you he, have a piece of that history. That's right. That's I mean, correct. it depends upon like what size you can, you can do commission pieces. Um, and so you can do like a 24 by 36. I mean, it, everything is going to go up in price, but mm -hmm. Um, cause it's all about the real estate and he thinks he probably has about a hundred pieces left cause he's, he bought it in 2007. Okay. Um, so another thing that is really cool that's happening with this, this Hollywood sign is that it's going to be going on tour, the each tour in London, really? June 21st, it's opening at the O2 arena and he restored the actual H. Okay. So they're going to, it's the first time that it's ever landed on anything but us soil. So it's going to be in London. Um, and their whole goal is to do a five-year tour and reach 60 cities for people to see his memorabilia, um, his artwork that he's produced on this Hollywood sign, um, and then the actual H that sat in the hills that he restored. That is so cool. That Isn't is absolutely just amazing. Cool. And do you have you know certain works in the Griffin Gallery right now we that do. people could see if they wanted to come yes, over and take a do. look? Mm -hmm. Oh, God, that is so cool. I, I didn't realize he'd owned that since 2007, by the way. But uh, he's been working on it and, and various pieces throughout. Yeah. What's the best piece that he's, or what's your favorite that he's done? There's a really cool piece at the gallery right now where, so he incorporates a lot of the memorabilia, but there's one of Marilyn um, Monroe, and it actually has her, her lipstick holder 
with Crystal, and it, it has her DNA on it. So, really? I mean, and then I don't know, Kelly, if you want to talk about the, the red scarf or just how he well, incorporates. Yeah, so obviously, um, Miller Monroe is a huge deal in the old memorabilia. Uh, world but we can we can fill you back in on uh, that yeah because we, we're going to go to break but like oh my god okay. we have to learn more about this because you're basically telling me that you could clone marilyn monroe in a few years that's true years. that is very true yeah. all right drink in the style right here on the progressive voice of minnesota am 950 we'll be back and uh, we'll be talking more about uh, some amazing art uh, from the Griffin Gallery. So very glad. Calypso sing and make a rhyme. Guarantee you one real good fine time. Drinking rum and Coca-Cola. Go down point Hi, Gregory Rich, owner of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style right here on AM 950. Hey, I've only got a few seconds, so here's the deal. Habitation is the coolest furniture store in town. Not only have we got some of the most exceptional furniture in the cities, but in many cases, Habitation can offer you store credit on your existing furniture. Stop in, talk to one of our designers, and let us help you make your home exceptional. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Hi, Gregory Rich, host of Drink in the Style, right here on AM 950. If you're a small business owner like me, I know you're buried in paperwork. State tax filing, sales tax, property tax, insurance, it never ends. But what about payroll? I'd like to recommend ADP. ADP can handle all of your payroll needs, ranging from direct deposit to unemployment insurance. And they've got great local representatives as well. Why don't you give my rep, Shelby Loga, a call at 320-420-0900. Pride Weekend is almost here, and so is the music. Reserve your tickets now. Come out for Pride Night at Music in the Zoo featuring Xavier Rudd with special guest Emmanuel Jahl on Wednesday, June 20th at 7.30 p.m. at the Wiesner Family Amphitheater in the Minnesota Zoo in Apple Valley. Reserved seats are $35, and VIP box tickets are $47.50 plus fees. Don't miss Pride in Concert on Saturday, June 23rd at 5 p.m. in Loring Park, where the main act will be Grammy Award-winning R&B pop singer Brandy, accompanied by her full band and dancers. The opening acts include Juju B from RuPaul's Drag Race, Grammy winner Jamicia Bennett, and the Vigilantes Collective. The MC for the concert is Ricky Sebastian of Pride Radio. Tickets are $25 for ages 18 plus and VIP tickets are $99 in advance for ages 21 plus and include free food and beverages and the chance to win meet and greet. Fireworks will follow the show at 10 p.m. Find details and tickets at tcpride.org. That's tcpride.org. Hi, Gregory Rich, host of Drink in the Style, Sundays at 5 p.m. right here on AM 950. Have you heard about Designer Rehab? Designer Rehab is the area's coolest furniture consignment store. Gently used furnishings as well as closeouts and clearance items at really stellar prices. Whether you're shopping or interested in consigning, Designer Rehab is a must-visit in the Twin Cities. Located at 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park, Designer Rehab, it's only a matter of time. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. With your AM950 weather, I'm Sam Turnberg. Tonight we may see storms with a low around 66. Tomorrow will be cloudy with a high near 77. Tuesday, partly sunny with a high near 79. And Wednesday, mostly sunny with a high near 82. Nokomis Cycle is the hardest working bike shop in town. With 23 years in business, they've mastered the art of friendly, dependable service. Keep life and your bike moving with Nokomis Cycle at the corner of 46th and Bloomington Avenue South in Minneapolis or at NokomisCycle.com. When you're drinking, when you're drinking, the show looks good to you. 
Welcome back to Drink in the Style right here on AM 950. This afternoon, we are speaking with uh, the art directors at Griffin Gallery, the creative directors, uh, Miss Holly Blanchard and Miss Kelly Nedishin. Uh You guys, welcome back to the show. We are really enjoying our cocktails. We are really enjoying the conversation. Folks who are watching us on Facebook Live as we are recording this, and I have to admit we are recording on a Tuesday, um, have really enjoyed some off-color conversation <laughs> as we move forward. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about art and about the Griffin Gallery and actually do something socially redeeming in this, uh, in this broadcast. You guys, tell me how Griffin Gallery works specifically. I mean, what is it all about? What types of work do you offer? Um, let us know. Well, Griffin Gallery is actually um, a very, very unique art gallery in that um, we actually have access to over 2,500 pieces of fine art. So our um, our uh, repertoire of art varies from everything from contemporary and abstract all the way to very traditional impressionist. Um, and uh, because it is the um, studio and home of Bill Mack, um, we have a pretty thorough collection of uh, you know, um, if you're looking for something to invest in, um, we can help you with that. If you're looking for um, something to dress up your home, we can help you with that. Uh, you know, fine art is, I know we kind of touched on this earlier, but fine art is something that speaks to you emotionally. So I know Holly and I with our clients, we really like to bring somebody in. And personally, what I like to do is just watch um watch when a client comes in and just watch the reactions as they walk around the gallery to all the different kinds of art. You can kind of pick out and tell pretty quick what they're drawn to, what they're not drawn to, mm -hmm. and then go from there. But, um, you know, we're not a gallery that just has one kind of art. We have almost every kind of art and access to that. So that's what makes it super unique. And um, it's really kind of... Um, you know, if, if you're looking for fine art, we're, we're the mecca of fine art in Minneapolis. You really are. I yes, mean, you really are. are. And, I mean, it just, it's, it is jaw-dropping. I mean, you must really enjoy as people are coming in and, and, and enjoying this. But you bring up a good question and, and something that I think would be interesting to, to know. So, you guys are in the gallery world. It can be a little intimidating. Mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of it people can. would kind of like to see what this, this is. And I've been to your gallery many times. And, you know, you're always delightful. And everyone there is always, you know, just just really there because they love what they're they're doing and they love the art but if you're a novice to the art gallery world what are some tips when you come in how does someone conduct themselves at the onset of coming into a fine art gallery well i i really believe that you should treat it almost like you're going into a museum um because the pieces of art there really are museum quality um and you shouldn't be intimidated at all. I mean, anyone can go into a museum. Anyone can come into a fine art gallery. Um, we are not judgmental by any means. Um, and You're lovers of art. You want people to appreciate and exactly. understand what mm -hmm. creative work can do for someone. Right, to exactly. To people to come in. Exactly. And art, I don't think people should think of it as a status symbol. I'm, I know people do. I, I don't believe, in my heart, I don't believe that it is. Um Art is something that, you know, like like any avenue of art, like dance or music, um, it really just comes alive. And so you can just, when, you wa when somebody walks around our gallery, they light up like a Christmas tree when they see something that they're drawn to. Like I said, it's an emotional experience. There's something about that piece of art that you connect to and you you just you want it you have to have it mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and so that's what holly and i are really trying to do there at griffin gallery is um if if you're new to fine art you're a novice like you said or you've been collecting art all your life um just finding the right piece for the right person mm -hmm. and um but i just i do believe that it's a very it's a very individual thing as well it is. I mean, art is, as we all know, art is subjective. It's what you exactly. do like, which is interesting too. So when you guys are in there and you're selecting art or you're curating what is going to be available through Griffin, Griffin Gallery, I mean, how do you balance 
that. I mean, let's be honest, you can't love everything. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. love everything necessarily mm-hmm. at Habitation per se, but you know, mm-hmm. you can't simply have just your favorites. You have to understand that people can like things that aren't your particular style. How do you guys go about selecting what will be available? I think it's really about being a job objective. I mean, it, you know, art is so subjective. So, I mean, there's certain pieces that pull me in. There's certain pieces that pull Kelly in and there's certain pieces that pull you in. Um, I think it's about being objective and kind of filling a niche, right? Like what we think is like going to be the pulse of what's going to be happening next, whether it's abstract, whether it's contemporary, whether it's transitional, we try to just fill those voids and really, um, create something special for everyone, for every shopper that comes through our doors. And I think what Kelly was saying too, is that it's, it's such a, um, like if you're just beginning, um, my background is fashion design. So it's not like I was a huge fine art collector, but I get it now from being amongst all these amazing pieces of art, but it can be an evolution. Like it it can be about the perfect time. Mm -hmm. Um, And so for us, it's just about, we want to have fun. We want to have a great experience and we don't want anyone to ever feel intimidated. Mm -hmm. That's not what we're about. Mm -hmm. Um, And we just want you to have fun and we're going to walk alongside you, whether it's you're just beginning or you you're a novice art collector and you've been doing this for 20 years. We just want your, your collection to be a story about you and where you've been. And someone can look at that and be like, wow, that really sums up your journey, your I mean, art journey. And I mean, that is, that, that is elegant. That is well and beautifully put. I mean, art is a chance to express. We live in a society where sometimes people right. have so much trouble right. trying to express themselves and, you know, you're forced into you know, what is conventionally validated. Rarely do you have a chance to actually express what you're thinking. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's so hard for for individuals sometimes to do that. Art is a great way to really make that statement, isn't it? It is. And I I think as the art girls, I think, you know, we're looking at, um, we're listening. Listening is a huge skill and a a key factor in this this whole process. And we want to know exactly what you're drawn to. And then we walk away and we curate the perfect pieces for you and what we think you would love um, for years to come. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Art Girls, so you mentioned now, the Art Girls is your your superhero alias to a certain extent. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's right? nice. Yeah. So tell us about the Art Girls. Well, I mean, we do work out of Griffin Gallery, but we have an uh, Instagram page, Art Girls Minneapolis. And um, it just kind of highlights what we're doing, um, clients we're working with, uh, events that we have going on, the art, new art that we have coming into the gallery. So people can really follow us and see what we're all about. Um, And it's just kind of more of a relaxed lifestyle vibe to fine art. And I think, too, like we really appreciate interior designers. We get that's your lane, Um, couches, chairs lamps, lighting, but we believe that it's parallel to our lane too. Like we know the walls, we know that fine art can really elevate it to the next level um, and really um, work together, like the the synergy together, creating this special vibe, this energy that is like no other when you have fine art in your home. Mm -hmm. And so we just really want to, we know your walls, uh, we want to curate for you. uh, We feel like we have a special knack for that and we just want to have fun it's all about the experience Mm -hmm. it's again beautifully put you guys you're artists you really really are do either of you do art uh, yourselves incidentally well i used to do a little bit back when i was younger and and holly was in fashion design so she's probably the two of us she's definitely the artist of the two of us for sure um but uh you know i I think what Holly said about having fun, that's such a, it's kind of a good way to put it. You know, I think that interior design, like you know, Greg, can be very intimidating to people. Mm -hmm. I mean, just putting the right pieces in your home, making it look right. Uh, But the art part, the fine art part can can be fun because it can be, like you said, an expression of you. Mm -hmm. And that's what we like, that's what we like to do there at Griffin. It is. And from a design perspective, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, the furniture, I mean, it's critical. It's absolutely critical. I mean, those are the bones of a room. But the wall hangings, that's the details. I've always said, you know, life is the big stuff. Living is in the details. And the love associated with the room comes from what you're putting on your walls. Because 
no matter how creative you necessarily are in selecting your sofa, and Habitation Furnishing and Design does have some amazingly fabulous sofas. They do. There are only so many options necessarily, whereas the world of art is absolutely endless, mm-hmm. which, which is great. And it was interesting. I didn't actually even know that that uh, Bill and Deb Mac, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Mac. owned uh, the Griffin Gallery. I was talking about uh, some of Bill's work with uh, with a friend of mine, Steve Schussler. Um, he's got a piece at his uh, Imaginatorium studio on uh, Highway 7. Do you know what piece it is? Do you know the title of it? I don't. I believe it was a cowboy. Okay. Does that help? A cowboy. Um, you know, he's done so much. He's 74 years old, and mm-hmm. so he's done... I mean, it's amazing his his whole repertoire of what he's done is i mean he's and he's been to Alan john's house and collected by former presidents he just did a commission for al pacino i don't know if i'm supposed to say that but did he really yes he did oh that's now you're talking my language and also for people that don't know he also did the um the famous uh twin sculptures at the uh at the Target field. I mean, you can see his work in so many different places. I mean, really, he is pervasive. He is, he is mm-hmm. incredibly respected in, in the community. I was looking at some of his work at the, uh, at the Camelot Gallery, at the uh, Galleria, the Adina Galleria. Now, is that associated with you guys? It's not. It's not. It's a, it's a funny kind of unique situation. Well, you know, um, the, the gallery, the, the, is it called the, the Griffin gallery, gallery at the Galleria. I know that's not confusing at all. It actually was kind of more of a pop-up shop, um, but it is managed by uh, two individuals that are separate from us. Oh, so, so it's not actually associated with Bill specifically or the Griffin Gallery? We can Gallery sign currently. our artwork. I don't think we have anything there currently because we're doing um, private events for the summer. But come to Camelot. We're off of 194. We have miniature horses. Lancelot will be sure to greet you. Um, we have peacocks. <laughs> Sorry, I can't get away from that word. Um, uh, we Brett, have swan, black swans. swans. I mean, it's swans. it's like a Como zoo, like a petting zoo. It is so. Cool. What I tell it's, everybody is that it literally feels like when you walk into Griffin Gallery that you are going down. That's right, Alice in Wonderland's rabbit hole. I mean, if you want an escape, it's jaw dropping. Yes, from the Minnesota ho hum, mm-hmm. come to Griffin Gallery because it'll I, it'll take you away. I think there's no doubt about it. Oh, there's, and it's, it's free. True. And now, we right? Love free. I know. And it, it's right in between Days In and Chili's. <laughs> so it totally is. makes sense. Great queso. We love their queso. <laughs> love Chili's queso. All right, oh, excellent. Queso. 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 It's, it's female queso. queso. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I'm a female. I don't know. Roar. Jordan's drinks are kind of getting to us here a little bit. So. All right. Well, we're going to take a break, nevertheless. And when we come back in just a few moments, uh, we're going to do the latest Habitation audio log. Uh, yeah, which is going to be something I think anyone listening is going to want to stay on to because uh, stay on for because it may be our last. Who knows? <laughs> Drink in the style. We'll be back in just a moment. Too busy making dough. Someday you say you have your fun when you're a million. Is this? Oh, that's uh. Isn't that great? Goss Modern out of Toronto, Canada has crushed the Twin Cities market with their amazingly refined blend of mid-century and contemporary furniture styles. It's kind of Scandinavian, it's kind of clean, it's, it's just plain cool. And the fact is that Gus Modern is an affordable, delightful product line. We've got all of it for you to take a look at Habitation Furnishing and Design on Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Come on in and check it out or go to GusModern.com. My favorite meal of the day is breakfast, and for morning fiddles, I head to Milton's, 36 and Douglas in Crystal. My favorite is either the rib scrambler, scrambled eggs with ribs, portobello mushrooms, jalapenos, and pepper jack cheese, or the steak and eggs. My wife loves the pepper jack, creamy grits, and the stuffed avocados with poached eggs cradled in avocado halves. The kids love the French toast or the stuffed French toast filled with fruit and cream cheese. Top it off with coffee done my way from the Milton's Coffee Bar, and I'm ready for the day. Breakfast is waiting for you at Milton's, 36 and Douglas in Crystal. Hi, Gregory Rich, owner of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style Sundays at 5 p.m. right here on AM 950. Habitation is Minneapolis's coolest furniture design studio. Our in-house design staff specializes in creating spaces that reflect your style, your values, and your taste. From edgy modern to transitional, Habitation is here to help you craft your home. Know what's also exciting? 
Habitation offers AM950 listeners complimentary interior design services, which include an appraisal of any furniture pieces you may want to trade in for store credit. That's right. Habitation will take your gently used furniture and issue you store credit on fresh, fantastic furniture. Check out Habitation today. 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park, one mile east of Highway 100, or visit us online at habitationdesign.com. Kevin Ross here, inviting you to our brand new store called Ambibulous. What does Ambibulous mean? It means one who enjoys alcoholic beverages of all sorts. Ambibulous is a Minnesota maker's market. Unlike traditional liquor stores, we feature only craft beer, wine, and spirits made here in Minnesota. We are ready to guide your selections, where you can build your own four or six packs. Find us at 949 Hennepin Avenue East in Northeast Minneapolis or online at ambibulousmn.com. This is Gregory Rich, host of Drink in the Style, and I want to talk to you about rehab. Not that kind. I'm talking about Designer Rehab in St. Louis Park. Designer Rehab is the best furniture consignment store in the Twin Cities, and we're currently accepting consignment on gently used sofas, chairs, tables, and more. If you're ready for an upgrade, bring your furniture in for consignment. Then swing over to Habitation Furnishing and Design and let us fill your home with some of the best furnishings you'll find anywhere. Designer Rehab. It's only a matter of time. Welcome back to Drink in the Style. This is Gregory Rich, and we've had to make some changes uh, around here and uh, do something very, very unusual. We are now re-recording the fourth segment of this program. Those of you who might not know, uh, I'm really not ready for prime time, so I do pre-record these shows. You can actually watch them on Facebook Live on Tuesdays at uh, 1 p.m., starting at 1 p.m., but uh, we've had to come back into the studio and re-record this final segment. Now, originally, I had done a habitation audio log that was a description of some substantial difficulties that I've had with the city of St. Louis Park that crescendoed in the uh, city stopping the build-out completely. I uh, have no longer uh, been able to continue work on uh, on my property. Um, the uh, Habitation Audio Log was a detailed description of a series of events that followed a conversation I had with the city's chief of inspections. However, on advice of my attorney, Chris Maddle of Maddle, PA, super lawyer, uh, unbelievably uh, effective and highly recommended. On his advice, I am holding off on that segment, pending the meeting, a meeting that is scheduled for Tuesday of this week, just a couple of days away. Um, in the interim, I will simply allow that the build-out of the new showroom is completely halted, subcontractor subcontractors have been uh, taken off the project and uh, quite honestly the uh, future of the showroom is in doubt Um, I'll be sure to update my listeners next week on what has transpired but given the circumstances it appears to be in my best interest to remain silent Um, I want to apologize to Kelly and Holly because that uh, original segment was like absolutely great and they were amazing uh, on that segment. I may, uh, I don't know, maybe offer that as an extra on the website at some point. Yeah, it's kind of like that famous Lost Simpsons episode. (laughs) There's a Lost Simpsons episode? I think there are, yeah. One that, I don't remember the context, but Fox, I know, blocked it from airing and I think it's only like available on DVD. So Really? This can be like the drink in the style that never aired. (laughs) The, the Everyone will be looking silenced. for the bootleg drink <laughs> in the be, style segment it's gonna for huge. <laughs> it's going to be huge. All right. Well, anyway, um, we're we're going to re-record this uh, this whole thing, and uh, as you've just heard, um, Brett Johnson, our intrepid producer uh, and uh, 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 outstanding radio personality in his own right on AM nine fifty, is joining me to uh, fill this final segment. Uh, Brett, as well as Hunter Haas, also in the booth, he'll be helping us out as well. Hello, Hunter. Hello. All right. Awesome. And uh, because this is uh, Drink in the Style, even though I had to rush down to the studio to re-record the segment, I did bring booze. And uh, specifically, I brought uh, my favorite uh, room temperature drinking liquor, Jim Beam bourbon. It's just 
it's just perfect for a quick shot, a quick sip. So uh, we're going to raise our glass. Uh, absolutely. A nice, simple thing to do when we're doing this segment on short notice. Absolutely. Exactly. That's commitment to your craft. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Hunter. I appreciate that, man. All right. A quick sip. So. I am obviously all pumped up, and I am really, really upset about so many things at this point. So instead of talking about design and habitation and what have you, we're going to just talk about politics. This is AM 950. This is a uh, an involved, aware, woke station. Woke so, is a good way to put it, I think, yeah. I heard the best quote today, uh, the other day, um, on Sam Harris's podcast. If you've ever, uh, if you've ever listened to that, he's a uh, basically a philosopher, and uh, and he hosts a a podcast called Waking Up with Sam Harris. He's a neuroscientist as well, and uh, he quoted somebody else who said, "The woke need to make room for the waking uh, as a way to kind of understand people not quite understanding what's happening in the world today." I think that is totally. Totally accurate, don't you? We we need a lot of people in that waking category. Unfortunately, I think they're they're kind of still asleep. Uh, I think so too. But you know what? Some things happened uh, this very week, uh, Friday in particular, that I think are going to is going to go a long way to uh, to waking people up. So let's talk about that. The big big news was the fact that Paul Manafort. Scumbag extraordinaire, uh, a friend to the Ukrainian government and Vladimir Putin and uh, all other types of unsavory characters, uh, was ordered to go to jail this week because uh, of witness tampering and some additional uh, charges that have been brought against him. Brett, what are your thoughts? Well, one of our uh, national hosts kind of brought this up. It's it's like stupid Watergate. I mean, how, <laughs> how dumb do you have to be to actually contact your witnesses and say, "Hey, say so and so about me on this subject." I mean, well, the people I don't think your him. lawyer, who you said ver- saying very high praises of, would be recommending witness tampering. <laughs> he said he said that I have to redo the program, but I have to speak in Pig Latin. Uh, <laughs> that should shield me. So yeah, yeah. Adequately, there was that, and then there was also the beautiful part about. Trump, uh, of course, was charged with uh, charity uh, fraud as well. And um, it turns out that he was using his charity, I think, right, to pay off some campaign uh, uh, costs. And one of the things they have is an actual receipt of the authorization. And it's his handwriting that says, pay this using the Trump charity fund. And then he's scribbled. <laughs> so he actually, he, he's corrupt but he is meticulous in collecting deductible receipts, which is really awesome. I mean, yeah. it's like Nixon wanting, you know, can I write off that tape that we used uh, in, in Watergate? Is that a deduction? He's been bankrupt so many times. I mean, you got to save money whenever you can. Got to keep those receipts. <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. Oh, he is a he is a super genius. There's no question whatsoever. But the Manafort thing, I think, is gigantic because mm-hmm. um, you know a guy like that going to jail, and I don't know what kind of jail they put a guy like that. It's got to be a country club prison, prison where you can play golf and watch movies. I don't know. Probably, possibly, but you know, I mean, you know, Mueller is going to uh, is going to crack it down. I mean, one of the things that occurred to me as I was looking at also China uh, announced uh, this week that they consider themselves to be locked in a trade war with us, and so Trump has double crossed them. Trump has double crossed everyone that he has worked with uh, on every level without any type of, 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 you know, consideration. And sooner or later, that has to come back, right? I mean, sooner or later, when you've betrayed everyone you've interacted with, um, there have to be ramifications, even if it took 72 years or however old he is for it to happen. And with Mueller and the FBI and the prison system, um, you know, basically, I don't want to say everybody is out to get Trump, but everybody feels, I think, a little bit like they've been, they've been flimflammed uh, uh, by him, and maybe the judge does send Manafort to a real prison. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if that happens, because if he does go to a real prison, you kind of wonder if he's going to start, you know, singing like a canary and really turning on Donald Trump, because... Tough guys so, tend yeah. to crack when, I mean, when they, things get real. They don't like prison very much, especially if you have to go to a real prison. I mean, if he is going to a country club prison, then maybe he will, you know, hold off and try to protect Trump a little bit more, but... Yeah, if you go to the more brutal kind, it'll be interesting to see if maybe he 
starts turning on Trump just to get out of there and, you know, cut down his time. So, right. Well, he was, he was initially uh, assigned house arrest, but they took that back and sent him to jail. But I'm sure his house arrest would have been pretty cush. I know, right? Yeah. I wouldn't mind house arrest uh, to a certain How point. How easy is that? Yeah. I, I could really use a break. So, you know. I'm sure he has a very nice house is yeah. my point. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, so I don't know. So things are getting very, very real. Cohen's in jail. And uh, is Cohen in jail, actually? I don't think he's been in jail yet, but it just, you know, things are bad for Michael Cohen when the lawyers who are working for him are actually quitting. No one wants to represent this guy. Yeah, I know. Which means... <laughs> I've heard it's either part of two strategies. Either he's really in a lot of trouble and no one wants any part of this guy, or the other part is maybe this is some kind of strategy where they're just trying to delay the trial enough beyond 2020 when Trump could, in theory, get reelected again. But uh, you would think people would want to defend this guy because it would really raise your reputation saying, hey, I represented this guy who was fighting the U.S. government, who was fighting Robert Mueller. But if no one wants to represent this guy, he could be in some real, real serious trouble. I honestly think that Occam's razor is is the right philosophy to apply to this Trump stuff. That is that the simplest solution is usually right. And the simplest solution is that, you know, they are morons. They really are just... Stupid Watergate, exactly. Stupid Watergate. And Trump is so accustomed to just off-the-cuff lying and never being challenged because, you know, well, he can do a lot of good things for people uh, in the sense that, you know, he's got lots of money to throw around he's corrupt. Nobody has ever challenged him. So I think at this point, he just is accustomed to lying and he's brought people around him that are accustomed to lying without thinking about it. And, you know, it just keeps building up and building up and building up. And now with this China trade war thing, it's going to hit agriculture and it's going to hit the industrial base really, really hard in America. And if you hurt ag, that really can do quite a bit of damage to the economy. That's really what made the Great Depression the Great Depression is when you mm -hmm. kill the ag economy, it, it really hurts the overall economy hard. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's absolutely... Uh, incredible that uh, this stuff could be happening but i don't know part of me is like god this is thrilling to be watching such a thing <laughs> that's a imagine hunter you were bringing this up earlier imagine the hollywood movies that are going to come out like 10 years from now on this guy i know i know you right you have like a whole film series on this it's it's going to generations hopefully we'll look back and i have a hope that there's going to be a, a reflexive response to all of this that this is going to kind of of of, of reinsert uh, uh, honesty into our political system because things have gotten so bad that people are going to pay attention. Do you agree? I hope so. I know, right? Well, I don't know if I truly I think believe it's it. actually the best long-term thing that could happen because people are going to be traumatized by this for years. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. On the other hand, we may all be shipped off to uh, uh, internment camps. It's hard to say. All right, well, there it was, our uh, stopgap new segment four. You have been listening to Drink in the Style. Tune in next week for an update on what has happened. You're on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Thank you for listening, and thanks for your support. Savannah, well, see the way she walks. Hey, brother, pour the wine. <laughs>